It's the Puff and Steph podcast. It's Puff, it's Steph, and hey friends, guess what? Tis Friday! Hey Steph, happy Friday. Happy Friday! Uh, today's show brought to you by Friesinger Hyundai, right on the price, right on the pike. We are doing our thing from the American Shaman to PA Studios. American Shaman to PA reminds you to bring your dog along next time you visit American Shaman for a free CBD doggy treat. Yes. Your, your furry friends deserve relief too. When, I, when they sent me that, I went, oh, Steph's going to be so excited every single that. time I read that. Does that mean I can bring my dogs every time we come here to the studio? <gasps> I mean, why not? Yes. You should bring Moogie, too. We'll just no. Everybody bring your dogs. No, and I'll tell you why. Because he's kind of crazy, and he'll run into, like, the tripods that have the camera up. Yep, that's true. And they'll be knocked over, It, you know... That's worst case scenario. It, what's going to happen at least is they're going to be shaking and they'll probably knock it off kilter. So all of a sudden I just won't be in frame. I'll just be like back here. <laughs> yeah, it would be a hot mess. Yeah. So right. I, I, yeah, probably not the best idea. I don't know how Zoe is, but uh, I know Moogie will be, would be a little bit of a nut job in here. So not the best idea. Yeah, no, true. I know you want to see him though. So, you know, you know where I live. Uh, in Hong Kong. Okay, before I before I do this story, have you ever been like walking in a mall and someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, do you want to try this product?" And then you try it. Like maybe it's someone in like a kiosk that wants to show you this lotion. Yes, I normally walk past them. Have you, have you ever tried it? Ever? No, I, I have. So I have. A guy came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want soft hands?" I go, "Absolutely, I want soft hands." What man? <laughs> what man doesn't want soft hands? Absolutely. So he he did this whole like sand scrub thing with me, and and he's you know I have you know I, I try to avoid all manual labor, so I have you know pretty soft, delicate hands to begin with, <laughs> but you know, they could use a little moisturizing, sure. So I did the whole thing, and I'm like, wow. These are super soft. He goes, yeah, it works on feet. Some people get dry knees or elbows. It works on that. Dry skin on your head. And I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. This is so cool. And he's like, so do you want to buy any? I'm like, no, I do not. <laughs> nope, not at all. He <laughs> wasted all that time on me when people walking by could have, could have very well bought his stuff. But most people probably were ignoring him, so he was probably glad that someone gave him the time of day. Because oh, you okay. watch those people get ignored left and right. Well, in Hong Kong, you know, this will make you think twice. In Hong Kong, a woman who tried out a foot massager in store had to be rescued by firefighters when their foot got stuck in it. Wow. So it was one of those things that we've all seen them. You know, sometimes you see them online, you know, like on Amazon or something. You put your foot in and it's got like those robotic hands. Actually, I gave you something for Christmas. Was it last year or the year it's the before? the back massager, yeah. Right, where it's it like, have you, do you still use that at yeah. all? Yeah, yeah. It's we, in the living room. Well, I bought one for you. I also bought one for my wife. And like, I use it. I'm like, oh man, this feels good. Like sometimes you get tense and it, it like hurts, but it's like a, it's like a good hurt. It hurts so good. Yeah, it does. Yep. All right, so... They had one of those, but for feet, and it like stalled out, and the the little like fingers that are in there like kind of wrapped around her feet when they're when you know when it turns off it's supposed to do that, but they didn't and they wrapped around her feet. Half an hour, thirty minutes, she was stuck in there. <laughs> Poor girl. So they had to have firefighters come in and like. Take it apart and get her feet out. It's crazy they needed firefighters for something that small. She went to the hospital. Were her feet like all messed up from it? I don't know. 
Maybe it closed too tight. Possible. She went to the hospital. She was checked out. She was released. She's fine. But it makes you think twice now. Like, before you go. Or, like, you ever see the random chair massagers in the mall? Yes. I don't know if there's still going to be a thing after COVID. Because you never know who sat in it before you. And I, maybe I'm wrong, but I've never seen any, like, cleaning wipes. Right. They might have them now, but I don't think they used to. Right. So, I mean, I don't think it's possible to get stuck in those things, but there are the ones where your legs go in. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they go in there. Yes. Maybe. I've seen those. Maybe. I don't know. I, it makes me think twice before checking out anybody. Next time a guy tries to make my hands all silky smooth, I'm going to say no. Well, and some of those kiosks might be kind of like new products, so you don't really know if you can trust them yet. I'm just saying. This has not been approved by anyone. <laughs> this might be the most dangerous thing. It's either A, you're going to feel amazing, or B, you might die. You might get stuck so, in there. So, yeah. you know, we, but we have the guy who's going to show you the product, and then we have EMT on standby. One way or the other. We'll it, see. We're, you know, we might make the news, but you know what? At least people know about our product. So, yeah, I think I'm going to say no to the silky smooth hand guy from now on. Steph, have you ever tried to learn how to juggle? Yes, when I was in like sixth, seventh grade, I went through a phase where I thought it'd be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you went through a juggling phase? I did. I really did. At that time in my life, I was really into badminton and juggling, and I just wanted to be an expert on both of them. And the juggling thing, like, I thought it was the Wait, coolest thing Wait, what was the first ever. one? Badminton. <laughs> That was middle school stuff. Steph can know. be juggling shuttlecocks. <laughs> I don't know. I did go through a phase where I thought oh it was Oh, my good. God. I was never great at juggling, but I kind of had the rhythm down. I loved it. <sighs> I went through a phase of liking, like, emo pop punk, like Blink-182. In middle school? Uh, no. For me, it was, like, high school. Okay. Yeah. Blink-182 just got its start when I was in high school. Yeah, and then it's like, I'm sorry. You know how they say yes. sorry weird? Yes. <laughs> Stupid. I love their music. Dumb. Anyway, um, yeah, so Steph went through her juggling phase. You should have stuck with it. Mastering the skill increases the amount of gray matter in areas of the brain that processes and store visual information, proving uh, what was not thought possible. A new stimuli can alter the brain's structure. Your brain could have functioned uh, more efficiently had you... Stuck with juggling. How do I continue yeah. the juggling phase? Wait, gray matter is a good thing? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it sound like something that got old and dried up? A little bit. Like, it doesn't bit. sound good. A comparison of brain imaging scans of jugglers and non-jugglers um, before they learned to juggle and three months later revealed an increase in gray matter in certain areas of the newly trained jugglers' brains. Non-jugglers. I'm a non-juggler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting, though. I guess it is good for, like, your hand-eye coordination. Sure. Sure. Don't you feel stupid? A little bit. Little you could bit. have been in there juggling. Like, oh, no, I'm just like, I know how to do everything now. <laughs> I could be so much smarter, if only. If only you juggle. Who would have thought? It says nothing about badminton. Oh, darn. Damn. Maybe we'll get that study next week. A Canadian company um, that makes candy is seeking taste testers for their confections. Candy Funhouse, based in Mississauga, Ontario, said the job offers uh, $47 an hour. Yeah. What? To sample and review some of the company's 3,000 candy and chocolate treats. You are kidding me. According to the job posting, uh, candidates should have enthusiasm and eagerness to try confectionery products. We are looking for honest and objective opinions on the products 
that will be taste tested. Applications being accepted online through February 15th. Okay. You're going to have to move to Canada, Steph. And I've been to Mississauga. And it's not, it's an okay place. It's not, it's like a suburb. It's nothing, it's just Canadian. So everything's in, everything's in kilometers. Right, but Canada's bad right now. Like with all the COVID stuff, they're kind of crazy up there. I don't. What do you mean? Uh, my brother travels a lot for work, and he was working with a guy from Canada. And apparently, when you travel and then come back home, you know how they say here, like if you travel outside the state, you have to do a self quarantine for fourteen days. Mm-hmm. They actually like check up on you and come to your house and call you to make sure you're there. Yeah, but they're Canadian, so they're really polite about it. Like, hey, you're still in your home, eh? <laughs> I just, yeah, still now. And aren't they not allowed to walk unless they have a dog? Isn't that where that whole story happened? I just, I, no, I think it wasn't Canada. I don't think it wasn't. No. Okay, I've just heard some stories. I think they're like crazy about this whole COVID thing. So I don't know if now's the time. It's a tempting job. Now is not the time to move to Canada. The problem is with Canada, they really, really, really like Canadians. So this job is probably going to go to a Canadian and not to you. That's true. They wouldn't even give me a chance. But if anyone can beat the odds, it's you. Thank you. So I would I would try it called it's called Candy Fun House. Good luck to you, Mississauga. It's it's an okay place. I played hockey there a couple times. Nice knowing you. I understand. Completely understand. I don't I don't know if it's a full time. I think it might be temp. So go up there and do it. You can still do the the podcast through the Skype there like we we've go. done before. We'll figure it out. And you'll just get really fat. And <laughs> eat all day. That's it. Steph, how's Canada? Oh, so good. Oh, oh my God, I love Canada so much. Ah. Yeah, that's that's what you're gonna sound like. Okay, uh, coming up right after the break. Just because we can do something doesn't mean we should do something. It's the Puffin Steph podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I'm curious to know what your feelings are on this. Microsoft has filed a patent that would allow them to digitally revive deceased loved ones as chat bots. Using the individual's personal information, the concept is that an AI-based chatbot would be built upon the profile of the person. It would include their images, their voice data, social media posts, electronic messages, among other types of personal information. The chatbot would then be able to simulate human conversation through voice commands or text chats. Possibly a 2D or 3D model could also be created in order to build a chatbot that has the same characteristics and behavior based on the digital output of a specific person, acquaintance, celebrity, fictional character, historical figure, and so forth. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I think. Based on, because everybody's online now. So this isn't going to work too well on maybe your grandma or grandpa that really didn't get on social media and doesn't have a lot of information or video out there. But there's tons of video of us out there. Shoot, what is this? Show 306 or something like that? No, I think this is show 305. So just these shows alone. There's 305 half hour <laughs> shows that they could actually, an AI could adapt our speaking pattern, our voices, our personalities. You know, we're out there. A lot of people our age are all over the internet. So what this is, is like Microsoft would offer this service to people and you could create a chatbot. That's in the cloud, right? So they could call you. They could text you. These are deceased. Wait, I'm dead? Wait, in this scenario, I'm dead? Uh, no, I'm just saying like our deceased friends, family members. But you members. said they could call you, they could text you. Right. So while like, you're dead. No, 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 no. They could, the dead people can call you. So they would. So let's say, let's say you had a, a close friend that died, okay? And you miss this person so much, you, you, you pay for this service, and Microsoft has this AI that scans the web, finds all this information out about your dead friend or loved one, including videos they post on social media and videos of them, and it creates a digital version of them that could call you, text you, communicate with you, but they're dead. So is it actually their voice? Yeah. So I would pre-record myself before I die saying no. like, hey, Puff, hope you're having a great day. No. It just, based on your vocal patterns, the AI can talk for you. Ew, that's so weird. Th okay. Uh, now, maybe I did a bad job at under it, it, no, explaining No, no, you it. didn't. It's just a really, like, weird concept. It's such, and it's actually, I don't know if you know, but there's a show on Netflix called Black Mirror. 
and it's a really weird show. It is weird. And it, okay, so you've seen it. There's an episode called, called Be Right Back, where a man is killed in a car accident, and his girlfriend learns of a technology that can imi imitate a deceased person based on their online history. So this program from Microsoft, would, let's say I die, right? This program from Microsoft would be like, all right, let's check out Puff. And it would scoop up all of this information what I look like, what I sound like, my personality, my mannerisms, everything. And I could, you could like say, okay, well, I'm going to talk to Digital Puff. What's up, Puff? Hey, ugly. How's it going? <laughs> Meet any dumb guys today? <laughs> Stupid. No. Right? So I'm dead, but I don't have to be dead. No. And it gets no. creepier when we start talking about the 2D and 3D models. All of a sudden, little ro robot puffs walking around. Hey, Steph, want to go play golf? Hit the sticks? <laughs> no, because it's not them. It, the whole purpose of, you know, you love somebody in real life, you have a loved one or a friend, you love them for who they are, and, like, you, it's just not the same. It's not them. It's like an artificial version of them. Absolutely not. I think that's so weird. It is weird no and it's creepy, way. but you can never die. I almost want to do this for myself. Like I'll prepay and like I'll die and then I'll just show up at people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> it could be It could be entertaining. <laughs> like this is, and I don't want just one of me. I want there to be like seven. And I just want the seven of me to scatter across the country and spread cheer and joy to the hearts of millions. I don't know where Is I was going with that. I don't know yeah. where I was going with that. But you wouldn't be here to witness it. Would it even be worth it? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Because <laughs> you would know that it was Well, the happen. thing is, it's a digital version of me. It's it's a ever forever learning and growing AI. So I'm wondering if you send Digital Puff out to, you know, here around Central PA and then you send down to like my father-in-law in Sarasota and over to my friend Lee in California and to my uncle Steve in Colorado. How would they learn and grow? And like, how would the digital puffs be different? Yeah. Like what do, do they need jobs? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know this AI stuff. Everybody just needs to calm down. Just stop. I These, think, I think it's interesting. I think it's a terrible idea. Horrible. Um, I would never want to do it. No. You know, if not. I had a close friend that died, the last thing I would want is a text from that person. Right. That's just weird. I'd rather make recordings. Like if I knew I was going to die, I'd just leave recordings and notes for people. Like you've seen that in movies. Like I'd leave a note for like, if like if I had kids and I knew I was going to die, give this to Susie on her wedding day. You know, things like that. Leave notes, but not like an artificial version of me. Happy wedding day, Susie. Like... No. This is Susie. Stupid name for a kid. I would never name my kid Susie. I don't I'm know why I said kidding. that. I'm just kidding. It's not a bad name. <laughs> I know like three Susies. They're great people. Um, yeah, I think we might be taking things a little bit too far. And that's why I said in the tease to this, just because we can do something doesn't mean we should do something. It's like Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> fans wanting, I got to tell you this, fans wanting to attend the Super Bowl in Tampa can now expect to pay about $3.50 uh, per second of the game. $12,000 for a oh seat. My Fun fact. Buffalo Bills this year, God rest their souls. Um, <laughs> had they won on Sunday and gone to the Super Bowl, my father-in-law threatened to buy tickets. No. I could have been up. He, he said if he bought three, or, or no, if we had three, so he would go, I would go, and the wife would go. He would buy two of them. 
and my wife and I would have to figure out how to buy one. That would be so cool. That would be awesome. Not for twelve thousand freaking dollars, yeah, though. No, Absolutely nope. not. That's ridiculous. Well, I and I saw that they're giving away tickets to healthcare workers, which yeah. I think is great. And I have I don't have enough time to get a nursing license. No, the, you know you only have like what two weeks? Not enough time. I need at least four. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, it's not going to happen because the bills didn't win. But it's not like I was going to go anyway. When he first made that soft offer. Because it wasn't set in stone, but you know he's kicking the tires on the offer. Um, when we looked at tickets, they were eight thousand dollars, and my wife and I were like, "This could be a once in a lifetime thing," which is true. I hope not. It could be though. What should we do? Like we gave it some good thought, and I said, "I cannot justify spending eight thousand dollars. I can't." And I love the bills. I love the bills cannot justify spending eight thousand dollars it's worth putting serious thought into though. we did <clears throat> but there's certain things we want to do <clears throat> there's certain things that money can be spent on that's much better so <clears throat> and again it's a moot point they lost let's not talk about it anymore they lost <clears throat> everything's fine they i'm lost. fine <clears throat> here's your weekly australia sucks story a man missing for two and a half weeks in the australian uh, outback has been found alive Shocking, I know. Police uh, had launched an extensive search for a 58-year-old who was last seen with his dog leaving hotel in Queensland on January 6th, but called off the rescue after a week. Yeah, he's dead. I mean, he's lucky he survives a day in that harsh wilderness. Aww. He was discovered on Sunday morning, 18 days after, by a property owner who spotted him near a dam. He said he'd become lost after trying to avoid bumper-to-bumper traffic. He turned off the road, go, uh, went up a mountain, and came down the other side, but his car became stuck on a road he was unfamiliar with, and uh, he stayed at his car with his dog for three days before running out of water. He took off on foot. He became lost, so he stayed at a dam. Um, yeah. So, shockingly, this guy survived Australia, that hellhole. Wow. See, and you thought he was dead. Yeah. I could. You, know, I, you would have assumed. Yeah. See, maybe it's not so bad after all. I no. still want to go there someday. No, it's still awful. It's still awful. You'll die. You will die. Uh, coming up, this is a very interesting story. The skills that an 18-year-old should have. Steph, as grown adults, do we have these skills? We'll find out soon. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. 
Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. There's a dean of freshmen at Stanford University, uh, author of How to Raise an Adult. Okay, did some research on it. We have the eight life skills all 18-year-olds should have. Steph, are you ready to find out whether or not you're an adult? Yeah, let's do it. You a little nervous? A little bit. Okay. (laughs) An 18-year-old must be able to talk to strangers. Yes, we can both do that. Yep. Uh, they say faculty, deans, advisors, landlords, store clerks, human resource managers, co-workers, bank tellers, healthcare providers, bus drivers, mechanics in the real world. You always got to talk to them. 18-year-olds should be able to find his or her way around campus, uh, the town in which their summer internship is located, or the city where he or she is working or studying abroad. If you drive your kid around all the time, you're not helping them learn this skill. It is hard studying abroad. I mean, that's a whole different culture. But, yeah, I mean, you should know how to find your way around a campus or a little town. Um, when's the last time you were lost? Oh, that's a good question. It's. I mean, it's been a long time. I think it was when I was in college and I was doing an internship and I was supposed to be going to interview. I was working for the Harrisburg Heat and I was supposed to be going to an interview and I did get a little bit lost, but it doesn't really count because we have GPS on our phone. Right. Yeah, we all so. do. An 18-year-old must be able to manage his or her assignments, workload, and deadlines. Stop reminding kids when their homework is due. Steph, you're fantastic at this. I could be better. Uh, an 18-year-old must be able to contribute to the running of a household. They need to help around the house. I think I first did my laundry when I was 12. My mom That's showed good. me the laundry. Good yeah. for you. So I'm not saying I do it as an adult, but... 12. I'll wash it and dry it and then leave it in the dryer and pull it out and, eat and wear it. My wife hates that about me. Wait, you... W- I wash it and dry it and then I just leave it in the wa- in the dryer and pull it out. And, and then just it. put it right on. Yep. And then, <laughs> I think a lot of people live that way. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I live. <laughs> um, and An 18-year-old must be able to handle interpersonal matters. It's okay if their feelings are hurt. Like, Steph, we have to sit down and have a talk. I struggle with that sometimes. Do you? With like, you know, having your feelings hurt. Like you having your feelings hurt or worrying about hurting other people's feelings? Both. Maybe both, yeah. Both. yeah I don't care. Um, an 18-year-old must be able to cope with ups and downs, courses, workloads, college-level work, competition, tough teachers, bosses, and others. That's true. Um, I saw something on social media the other day that was like, this is a generation of kids who don't know how to be yelled at. They're entitled because they never had a coach that yelled at them. They say sports leads to coaches yelling at you for messing up. And you take that as constructive criticism into the real world. So when people, 
you know, if you did something wrong and mess up, you don't take it so personally that it ruins your whole life. Right. It's true. Like it's, don't get me wrong. It sucks when you screw up at work and you have to get reprimanded. It sucks. But most of the time it's constructive and you have to learn from it and it's not personal. But sometimes we have a tendency to take things a little too personal. Uh, an 18 year old must be able to earn and manage money. I'm so bad at that. That one feels like a personal attack. I gotta admit. <laughs> it's a tough one. An 18-year-old must be able to take risks. They need to learn to fail. That's another big one. Easy way out is not the way to go. Try something new. Do something new. Step into a situation. I mean, we we're, we took a risk doing this. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying it's completely paid off yet, but it, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, yeah. So that's. Do you feel good? Uh, I feel pretty good. That almost 10 years later. <laughs> You're, you're mastering wow. all this? Yeah. Yeah, 20 years for me, so don't feel bad. That is crazy to think about, isn't it? No. I feel pretty pretty good about that. Some of them, I feel like they're a work in progress through your whole life. Like managing money, you kind of get better as you get older with oh, that. God, I, I hope think. so. Or you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to. All right, time to stump staff. Almost 20% of men admit to having done this on vacation. What is this? It's not illegal. It's not bad. It's just not something that men would typically do. That they would typically do in general? Correct. Spa day. Good answer. Wrong. 20% of men admit to having done this. Painted their nails. <laughs> Manicure, pedicure? Anything no, like that? No, nothing like that. It's nothing they're doing to themselves or their body. It's something that women are known for. Drinking a certain... Nope. It's, uh, it's something that women do to relax. Mostly you see this like on the beach. Tanning? Nope. Most of the time they're on a beach lounging doing this. Reading a magazine. Okay, you're close. Reading a book. What kind of book? Reading a romance novel. 20% of men admit to reading a romance. 20%? Wow. Admit to reading a romance novel on vacation? Listen. You do, you guys. I'm not going to judge. But 20%? That's a lot. Yeah, that is. That's concerning. That means, like, it's concerning. Ten dudes, two of them are rocking books with Fabio on the cover. Yeah. I'm On vacation. <clears throat> is this, is, is that something you've ever, I mean. No. All right, Steph. Time to do the what if and when you're dating question. You're dating a guy. He's like, hey, let's go on a vacation. Let's go to the beach for the weekend. And you're like, all right, cool. No, I'm going to, no, he seems like a good guy. We've been dating for a while. Time to go away for a weekend. You lay on the beach. You lay down. You can't wait to get my tan on. And he pulls out, <laughs> he pulls out some book that's like <laughs> unbridled love. <laughs> something like passion on the cove or something like that and you're just, uh, you're like what are you reading oh this is passion on the cove i read all of them this is passion on the Cove four yeah that's a little strange <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not hating on anybody at all but it would be it would take me definitely i'd be like a little uh taken aback you should be a study this is awesome a study says that men who do this make more money is this something they're doing at work or just in general in general um, something they're doing at home? Yeah, it could happen at home. Um, is it something you do? <laughs> yep, I'm pretty good at it most of my life. Sarcasm. Nope. Making people laugh. Nope. <laughs> You've been doing it most of your life. 
This is going to make you feel bad. When People you, who DJ. Nope. It's going to make you feel bad when you answer it. Something you've been doing most of your life? I don't know. I need another hint. It's because you're too nice. Look at me. Just say it. People who don't tan very well, they have fair skin. <laughs> I'm not going to make you say it. Men who gain weight make more money. Like as they gain weight, they make more money? Yep. They say <laughs> the more they weigh, the more they make. That's not true in my case, but who knows? Maybe it'll come to me soon. That's interesting. I've never yeah, heard that I knew before. you were never going to say it because you're too nice. It was just like, look at me. Um, fair skin? Fair, fair skin? No, fat skin. Um, we'll see. I'll let you know soon if, it, if it's working out. Yeah, keep us updated. Yeah, right now it's not so much. All right, friends, hope you have a fantastic weekend. We will see you back here on Monday. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast.